Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and uh, I should be an agent of Yawn, but I did not figure out an acronym to go with that. So <laughs> I'm going to be an agent of Strawberry. Suntan rays are wasted because everything, everything, really, really red. Yahoo! <laughs> uh oh, that sounds like a problem. Well, no, it's just a regular summer day. I was out all weekend long. I had my sunscreen on all weekend long, and I still come out looking like a little strawberry with freckles. So your hair's so, green now? Yes, yes. My freckles are kind of green. Mm. Someone needs a shower. Uh, or somebody to be checked so, out. <laughs> They're green. I think you want to be the doctor. Well, green, brown, you know, it's all similar. Anyway, that's me. I'm red-ish. I'm a little pink tomato. Yeah, pinko. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. I'm not going to complain because it was sunny all weekend long, and I got to soak up every single ray of sun that was out there it was a beautiful you're like a cat. You're solar powered totally in the right light i might even kind of be tanned oh it has to be the right light and you have to be looking at the freckles not the skin around the freckles <laughs> so you just gotta look at it the right way <laughs> that's right it's like one of those um you know, one of those optical illusion posters where you have to kind of squint and turn your head to see what's see, really in the see picture. See the sailboat? Yeah, if you squint and turn your head, I kind of look tan out of the corner of your eye. <laughs> That's. Ethan Soupley is still staring at you, going, Are you sure he's tan? I don't see it. <laughs> it's there, I swear to you. Anyway, that's me. Agent Strawberry. Well, I am Al, and this week I am a delayed agent of drive-in. Double retro, informal, vehicle exclusive, indulging now. <laughs> vehicle exclusive, that's awesome. Did you that's, go to the drive-in? I did go to the drive-in, finally. After living here for five years and there being a drive-in the entire time, I finally got off my butt and went there. Excellent. What was playing? Well, since it's a drive-in, it's always a double feature. Right. And this is what finally got me got me off my butt. They don't normally do older movies like this. Normally, it's newer stuff. But this time, this past week, they had some old movies, and I had to go see them. Even though I've seen them plenty of times, I've never seen them on a screen beyond, you know, TV. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. <laughs> Creature from Excellent. the Black Lagoon. Oh, that one I would like to see. Creature from the Black Lagoon. That's this, a classic classic. Oh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. And whew, their food is cheap. <laughs> and so, I mean, with Ticket, and I got their cheeseburger meal, which means you get like a chips. I got Cheetos and a drink. And then I went back in and got a bag of M&M, you know, a little bag, personal bag of M&Ms and... Uh, a small popcorn, and with tip. So all those things, including the ticket, $19. Wow. Just the food sweet. alone would probably be about 30 at a regular theater. <laughs> no kidding. 
No kidding. Oh my, you are so right. So it was it was enjoyable. I had a good time. I hung out, ate there, you know, ate my food, watched the movies. It was fun. Awesome. That sounds great. I that's on my bucket list to see a drive-in. I've never done that. Never. I am I don't know what I am if I haven't seen drive-in, but yeah. I've only but been there I once or twice have. before to a drive-in once or twice before because there normally aren't any. Usually there were none by me. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure there's one in Guelph, so that's not too far away. I've got no excuse. Paul would know. Paul would know for sure. Yeah, Paul, we, however, is off caravanning yeah. across yep. the country, so so he won't be around. <laughs> he is out on a mission. Not just looking for Legion news, but looking for L-E-G-I-O-N news. That's so right. He's looking for all we might, the news. We might never see him again. No, nope. <laughs> not if he's looking for Legion news. That's for sure. Well, either one. <laughs> we I may he, get L-E-G-I-O-N news before we get Legion news. You never well, we, know. We got, hero, we got uh, Daily Tree Hero news before we had Legion news. Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Alrighty. So, anyway. We In the back. meantime, we can dive back to yeah. 1992. Looks like it's almost the end of 1992. Yeah, it's cover dated December. Uh-huh. So it would so, have been out, what, October-ish? Right. Right. A couple months earlier. Right, right, right. That's how it works. September, so, October, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're so. rapidly approaching the end of... 92. With Lobo Infanticide, number three. Uh-huh. With another Keith Giffen cover. I mean, oh, I don't have to look it, it up. It is definitely <laughs> no. Keith Giffen cover. It absolutely is. And his art is going almost full-on trencher in this issue. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the first two issues were definitely, I thought, a mix between the uh, his artwork on the... Uh, Five years later, Legion and Trencher, like halfway there. But this one, it's like 70% towards Trencher. Oh, yeah. It's I, almost there. I mean, I've said it before, but I would not want to be the colorist because, holy Dinah, there's a lot going on in these pictures. They're beautiful. They are beautiful yes. to look at. But, man, hats off to Laverne and Digital Chameleon, if that's who did it. Yeah, and considering how I'm enjoying this, the artwork in this series, I might have to revisit Trencher at some point. Because yeah, when I read it initially, sure. I couldn't get into it. But I also didn't really read this series, and this series I think would have been good for me, especially then, because it kind of brought, like I said, it's been kind of bringing you over to that style. That's right. It would ease you in. Yeah, instead of just jumping straight from what he did on Legion of Superheroes before to <laughs> this, and it's like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> what the heck is going on? No kidding. No kidding. And our cover has a nice close-up of Lobo doing his uh, his face, doing his best, you know, teeth-gritted grimace. <laughs> saying, Father knows best. Because <laughs> you got to say it without opening your teeth. That's right. you got to grit your teeth and say it at the same time. Like Clint Eastwood and all those Westerns. <laughs> say all my lines without moving my jaw. Mm-hmm. I love that one of his dog tags is the comics code with like a 
slash through it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, this comic has clearly not been comics coded. <laughs> oh, God, no. Mm-mm. So, Infanticide Part 3. What did you do in the war, Daddy? Sky Pilot Giffen, plot and art. Dog Tab Grant, script. Taps Chameleon, colorist. Attaboy Klein, letterer. Batan Raspler, editor. <laughs> so, just to catch people up, this, as it says here, the story so far sick of humiliation and contempt, 200 plus of Lobo's illegitimate children, or bastards, are scheming to bring about the death of their evil dad, or Bastich. So why are the battle squads descending to the surface of Zarnia? Who are the aliens? For that matter, who is Giffen? Now, read on. Don't answer that question, man. <laughs> and we can see a big old transport chopper landing. Home sweet home. Yep, that's Zarnia, all right. I recognize them stiffs. Fact, it was me that stiffed them. You can see a couple skeletons hanging out on the planet. Still, that particular little virus ought to be long dead. Nothing to worry about. All right, red team, prepare for action. We've got ourselves a war game here. Objective, to find the blue team and stick it to them before they stick it to us. Little word of warning here. This is serious business. I don't want no mistakes. And he's looking at the map that says, you are here. There's a kill zone in the middle, and they are there. <laughs> and it also doubles as a Mr. Coffee. Totally. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And even hands him the coffee with a nice ping sound. Ping. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Make sure they don't stick it to you. Else when I finish up with them, I'll be starting on what's left of you. And then we go back to the main ship where Sue Lemon and some other people are on. Red team moving into position on Zarnia now, Sue Lemon. Lobo doesn't suspect a thing. Good, Colonel Colonel. Blue team making landfall now, Sue. Give us 15 minutes and we'll be ready. You got it. Do you feel in your bones, Daddy? The chill winds of death whipping up about you? This is it. The final frag down. And just in case 200 revenge crazed siblings ain't enough, I'm leading Alpha Team in there personally. I was hoping you was coming. Take us down, pilot. We'll blast that Batches' butt all the way to Bulwayo. So his kids are getting ready. Right on. And while all this is happening, we're going outside the atmosphere of the planet of, you know, as we said, Zarnia, annexed by the aforementioned aliens, whose armada now advances. I don't believe it, Chip. I just do not want for one cotton pick a minute believe it. Red team, blue team is swarming over our territory without so much as a buy or leave. It's overt imperialism. The Emperor's right, Dale. War it must be. Split our fleet. Send half to the moon base, the other down to Zarnia's surface. There's going to be one almighty bloody reckoning. I am loving their, out, the, the, like, the giant hats they have and the blue, I don't know if it's lips or lipstick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, uh, they and, almost remind me of the little uh, cannibals that ate Sunboy, like, at the end of the mm. reboot. I'm actually going towards, but actually this could work too. They're kind of reminding me because they also they're always in these big old chairs that almost looks like they're connected to stuff, so like they don't have to get up and walk around. Oh, they yeah, remind yeah. me of the human beings from Wally. Yeah. <laughs> Which probably aren't too. If they kept going the way they were going, there's a chance they might not have been too far off from the cannibals that ate. Oh, so that's true, eh? 
righty. And back on the planet, we have Colonel Colonel doing his, you know, looking around. Nothing moving out there, but he's coming. I feel it in my water. The men are ready to take up position, Colonel Colonel, sir. Excellent. Red team will be hurting him here. Excellent. Red team will be hurting him this way anytime now. It's the perfect place for an ambush. A dead-end ravine, no cover for him, while we have plenty of hidden sniper spots, even room for some heavy artillery. To your places. Aye, aye, sir. We eagerly await the slaughter to come. How appropriate that he'll die in the very planet he killed himself. The dastardly plan takes shape. Red Team's ignoble leader, as aware as a rock of what's going on around him, Hey, impressive fragonive. Like, live ammo in a war game is making my kind of whoopee. And Lobo's leading all his men, but unfortunately, you know, they keep having mistakes. You know, bam, oop, sorry, bam, oop, finger slipped, bam, oop, my mistake. (laughs) Unfortunately, they're all either really bad shots or Lobo doesn't even notice when he gets shot. (laughs) That's right. Whoops, clumsy me. Ah, these wannabe tough guys are so excited they can barely contain themselves. This is gonna be fun. Hey, I can see my house. The tombstones are still standing in the garden. Bam. Sorry, I'm hyperactive. <laughs> Enemy contacts, uh, the, um, sir. Sir, they're sitting ducks. They set up camp in yonder stark ambush. I, uh, Sorry, I mean ravine. Ravine, that's it. <laughs> is that a fact now, Clyde? So how do you know? Instruments confirm it, sir. See? And the, it's true, because the instrument says... Instrumental confirmation of enemy contact. Yep, that's them in the ravine. Well, there you go. What else do you need? (laughs) Okay, I'll just go make sure. Pay attention now, you greenbacks. You're going to learn something about reconnaissance patrol. Lesson one, if they shoot at you, the passages are there, all right? Take notes if you want. I'll be asking questions later. But, of course, Lobo's people aren't waiting for him because they're not actually, remember, they're not actually working with him in the lore games. This is all trapped to kill him. So they're sneaking up behind him, and we could tell because we could see they're all tippy-toeing. That's right. Tippy-toe, tippy-toe, tippy-toe. Yeah. Are, oh, yeah, no, there are. Uh, this the, the book is, like, littered with word balloons and, and little caption boxes all over the place. Yeah. Either that or it's a, a squirrel girl crossover, and she's brought tippy-toe with her. <laughs> yes. Tiptoe should stay far, far away from Lobo. That is all yeah. I'm saying there. Yeah, that would probably not be a happy ending. Sheesh, stupid machines hallucinating. This place is deserted as a Dalbanian cat house on ladies' night. Just as well, I got a pressing need to say howdy to the man downstairs. And so Lobo, since he doesn't see anybody in the amb- I mean ravine, not ambush, it's a ravine. <laughs> decides to go to a corner and um, relieve himself and Lovely. sing. Wow, dang. You make my heart sing. But we can see from above, there's about, you know, 40 guns pointed at him. And Colonel <laughs> Colonel there. At last, you arrogant swine. You're at our mercy. Now you get what's coming to you. And then firing starts. But it's not our guys firing. It's, what the hell? Damn it, who jumped my signal? Somebody else firing us, but who would... Uh-oh, a uh, fragano, as we see the ships of the British Empire coming in, starting to shoot at everybody. <laughs> Death to the invaders of the great British Empire! Play your games in hell, suckers! Ah! <laughs> Everyone's getting shot. Ah! 
They're picking us off the cliffside like clay pigeons. Sue Lemon, come in, Sue. We're being cut to shreds. We need backup. But meanwhile, while the bullets are blowing, Lobo is not even looking because he's still finishing up. Come on, come on. Fido's guts. I'm missing all the fragging action. Colonel, Sue, we've been hit by alien gunships. You're on your own, Colonel. We're going down. Just make sure you get him. Whatever else happens, Daddy must die. And then Sue Lemon's <laughs> ships go down and it explodes, which we know because it says explode. explode. And Lobo's still dancing around trying to finish up. Come on, come frogging on. Oh, boy. He is getting all his liquid in. That is for sure. That's good. He's staying hydrated. He, did he have like the jumbo size drink before he, <laughs> on the ship before he went? I mean, saying hydrate is one thing, but you know, you you know, you gotta do some stuff. <laughs> it's like everyone talking about going to see Avengers Endgame. They're like, I didn't drink, you know, I didn't buy the large soda. That's right. <laughs> you think Lobo knew how to plan better for fat for killing? You would think. But meanwhile, everyone's being shut up, and Colonel Colonel was dealing with this because he's the one in command now. It's a slaughter. Never mind, Lobo. I'm ordering a full retreat. Make for the transport. <laughs> Too late. No, the chopper. No, no, no. A thousand times no. You unspeakable fools. Who are you? Do you have any conception of what you've done? We had him trapped, surrounded. And you let him get away. <sighs> and he blows up in a big red. Boom. Yep. Clatter kaboom. <laughs> and Lobo is still going. And filling up the ravine, apparently. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, enough that the fish in the ravine are like, they're revolting. It's like, ugh. And meanwhile, though, the British Empire's finished killing off everyone else. Cooked in Duke Chip and a nice clean shot. And a nice clean shoot. And we got bodies all over. The only thing happy left are the flies and other <laughs> things that will eat them as their flies are landing on legs saying, table for two, please. <laughs> I think that's my favorite part here of this issue. Totally. Give me the hard facts, Dale. 200 plus dead chip. No invader escaped. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. And the moon base? Totally deserted for some unknown reason, but we'll make good use of it. Let's get some mop-up groups down there. I, I'll report our success to the emperor. Long may he reign. Meanwhile, Lobo zips up at last. <laughs> and we got a couple of the guys of the British Empire guys mop doing the mop up. Gee, I hate, but I hate mop up detail, Dan. I joined the British Navy to see the galaxy. And what do I see? Guts, bloods, limbs, and worse, much worse. Tell me about it, Art. Oh, geez, this is gross. So, how'd you make out with Bertha last night? Score? Are you joking? I spent 50 creds on Bloody Marys, then the ungrateful... Eh? As they hear a noise, and they see Lobo walking towards them. Would you look at that, Dan? Hot dog art. That guy must be crazy. Not to mention suffering from a serious death wish. The cleanup crew should be so lucky. In fact, the entire alien fleet should be so lucky. In fact, the whole fragging galaxy should be so lucky. Unluckily, they're not. <laughs> Open wide and say, ah, geek wads. And Lobo just starts unloading his gun on these people, on those two. Basically just shooting them so much, he's just liquefying them. Yeah, these are the pages where uh, Giffen wants to uh, cash in and sell some uh, 
<laughs> yes, this is a full page thing of Lobo just shooting them. But to contrast, we have our caption box. It should be noted that the authors of the Lobo comic stories have come under severe attack from certain quarters concerning the levels of violence, gore, black humor, and sheer bad taste in most of their stories. Sorry, in all of their stories. <laughs> All right, now we get like a, this is pretty wild. It's like a one, two, three, four page spread. I also like it has that, uh... oh, did I lose you? Nope, I'm still here. Okay, good. I thought I heard the Skype noise. Oh. I was going to say, I also like the fact that his guns had that shape of, uh, <laughs> the shape that Cable's guns had, but Lifo was drawing them, that kind of hair dryer yeah. shape. Totally, yes. I would be curious to see what these pages looked like in, like, in the paper book. Like, were they, were they all attached somehow? Did they, was it like a big giant fold out? Because it's clearly meant to be one image of four pages attached oh, together. I saying. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you could I don't do know. a double page spread. But right. then you're missing half the. No, you're right. That is a four-page spread. Yeah, nineteen. I am so curious how they did that. I wonder if they did it like a a fold out on either side. Which, huh? If anyone's got the uh, actual physical paper copy, I would love to hear how they did this. Because yeah. I can't imagine that they did two double page spreads back to back that seems like you're wasting the image i mean you can do it that way it's not like you're you're not losing anything from the story but i'm wondering if they if they found a way to do it as as a full single page no, I didn't think about that, but yeah, that's a good question. I'll have to keep an eye out for this issue to see if I can find it. If I ever find it, I'll keep an eye out for it. Yeah, totally. I'm curious. And I plus, it's curious. just it's just fun to look at. It's not just him shooting them. We got the Mr. Sun looking very worried and upset. Yes. <laughs> and in the background, you have the little you have the little uh, carnival duck game in the back. Yes. <laughs> I mean, all the detail. But yeah, Lobo, he went to town on this on this spread, man. Even got the guys in the bottom giving scores for Lobo's kills. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And while Lobo is blasting people away, we of course are having a bit of a philosophical debate in you know with the captions. While the main man deals with these uppity aliens, we'd like to take this opportunity to forestall future complaints by declaring all future issues of Lobo to be an open forum for the discussion of erudite affairs. In celebration of our celebration, the authors would like to instigate a debate on the propensity of humans to go to war rather than lie in a darkened room reading a pile of comic books. <laughs> other topics we'd like to see addressed while drawings of Lobo kill drawings of other people include, do artists need writers? Do writers need artists? Do comic books need writers or artists? <laughs> What's Simon Bisley doing right now? If you were sent to war, what songs are you saying to keep your spirits up? And most importantly, what's on TV tonight? 
1992. Um, Friends? Probably, I yeah. I was still on. X-Files? Yeah. Seinfeld. I'm pretty sure that was around. I'm trying to think of what I would have been watching. Probably Friends, X-Files. 92. Um, I would have been graduating. So, Law & Order SVU? Or just Law and Order. Huh. I don't remember what else I would have been watching then. Interesting. To the Google Nader. Anyway, we can get to that another time. Yeah. Who cares? Somebody cries. We can only humbly say that we do. Well, sometimes we do. But most times, well, we don't give a flying frag. <laughs> and Lobo has moved on from, as he says, you want big guns? I'll give you big guns. And moved on to an even bigger gun called Big Larry. And Big Larry is shoot, starting to shoot up the alien ships. Big With, Larry is as big as a rocket ship, for goodness sake. And he it's shooting giant bullets. <laughs> so just so everyone knows, Astonishing X-Men did not do that first with the giant bullet. <laughs> That's right. They can thank Lobo. Does that make us hum- subhuman? Beasts of the worst kind? Deranged perverts, comic readers, and now Lobo has moved on to Big Curly Joe, <laughs> like really ginormous big fragging guns, which is so big it basically takes the top off the world and then leaves out, just leaves the, you know, the cool liquid center inside until that starts slipping out. <laughs> it's like one giant jawbreaker. Yeah. Emperor Umberto, the great British, British Empire, calling Lobo. I want a ceasefire. Go suck a doorknob, Pennywaste. The main man fin- ain't finished with it yet. We'll give you anything you want. Because he is now calling Lobo on Skype. Is that a fact now? Girls? Money? A compact saloon? Meat? Nah, you got me in a fighting mood, Ump. So let's not spoil it, huh? And just to keep the guy from shutting, you know, from bothering him anymore, Lobo reaches out <laughs> to the screen and, you know, squeezes his neck with a pop sound that is right that is the pop artiest pop i've seen in a lobo book and three weeks later <laughs> back on zarnia it's just basically well there's blood all over <laughs> guess it's what they say all's well that ends fragged <laughs> is that what they say hmm. uh, well he says it so i'm not gonna argue with him <laughs> The winner and still champion fragger of the known fragging universe. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you. And then he gets shot. Ow! And falls. One of the name of Thedos Giz. And he comes face to face with apparently the surviving Sue Lemon. It's not over yet, you bastard. Guess it's true what, uh, what else they say. If you want someone fragged, frag them yourself. I tell you to gulp your pear, scuzzball, but you just ran out of time. And he also ran out of a couple things that we could see hang because uh, he got <laughs> big shots. We can even see ribs sticking out of him. And we can see, let's see, that's the liver. That's his spleen. And that's his Chianti, <laughs> which is, of course, right next to the liver. Right on. I guess we know what movie came out this year. Totally. <laughs> next ish, like father, like daughter, like Fred. Poor Lobo. 
Poor, poor Lobo. All chopped up like a, well, shot up. Shot up yes. like a, like a, a little whatever. <laughs> I love that the little sunshine up at the top of the page is barfing into a paper bag. Yeah, with a hurl. With the hurl. So this <laughs> issue, this series, definitely, if people were not getting that Lobo is supposed to be a parody from the other series, there should be no question here. Uh, yeah. I would agree. It is... It is total parody <laughs> with the guns getting bigger and bigger from panel to panel. And they're named, so I like that. <laughs> yes, totally. Totally. Big Charlie. Sweet Big Larry. Larry. <laughs> oh, this is this has been so much fun. I'm I was not sure how this was gonna be, because like I said in issue one, this is where I stopped buying Lobo books, and I am so regretting that now. Yeah, boy, oh boy, we would have, excuse me, had the answer to that four-page spread. True. If you just held on two more months. <laughs> we Alrighty. All, did you, by the way, I have in mine, I don't know if you, it's in yours, they have on the last page, do you have the pictures? No, my next page goes right into issue four. Ah, this is the return of that fragging contest. Remember, they had asked for pictures of people who look like Lobo. Oh, right. And yeah, we got some. Oh, those I want to see. <laughs> Give me a second, I'll be able to send it to you, I think. And then what I think I'll do is once this episode gets posted, I will put it in the comment. If, if it works with pictures, I'll see if I can put the com in the comments. Oh, cool. Cool. So everyone can see it because it is too amusing. <laughs> okay. I was going to say it was the days before cosplay, but not really. I think we've always had cosplay. Yeah, I mean, look at, um, oh, God, what was her name that used to do Red Sonia in the 70s? Oh, that's true, right? Yeah, it was always there. Uh, Wendy Peeney. Yes. Yes. All right, I just sent it to you in the chat and Skype. Oh, my. Oops. Come back, Bubba. Come back. Where did you go? Ugh. There. Look. There's the little... I found it. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, my. These people went all out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even sure how to describe these. No, I mean, well, if you've ever seen Kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I think Kiss cosplay, but just going more towards Lobo. Yes. But yeah, if you are, um, if you're, hopefully, if pictures will show up on that comments on the Legion of Substitute Podcasters page, I will 
put a picture up there once the episode comes out. And if you're following me on Twitter at Adam Thanos Pod, I always put up the links to the episodes on there as well. So I will I will also put that the picture up there once the episode's up. Man, I would not want to meet any of those dudes anywhere. <laughs> Spooky, but yeah. cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, so they have there's a four of them. There's a winner and then a run and then three runners up. So you gotta check these out. Yeah, and they I'm, are the I'm winner is very lobo 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 y. So I'm wondering, are any of these guys listening, by the way? You still Lobo fans? <laughs> did, are, did you find it do you like podcasts? Did they find there's a podcast that has a lot of lobo in it? So if you're I have no idea how to pronounce that first name. Drac D R A H C. Yeah, DR Drac of Edinburgh, Scott, Edinburgh, Scotland. And then Tom Warchaki of West Seneca, New York. Brent Richter of Colorado Springs, Colorado. And Mark Formosa of Hockley, England. So any of you four out there, please shout out. <laughs> I want to hear how you did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Wow, that's pretty awesome. That is All righty. Well, that is it for this week, y'all. Yep. So you can send your feedback to all those usual places, the website, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Gmail, all those places that take the, the uh, feedback, you can send them there, and Paul will eventually read them. <laughs> Whenever he's here. Whenever he's around, whenever he comes back from the wilderness, he will read them to us. <laughs> Alrighty, that's it. We will see you all next week. B-Y-E, baby. V-A-L-E. Valley. Valley. I feel like that's French. It's probably not French. Valley. 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 It's a dead one. <laughs> a dead language. Oh, Latin. Mm-hmm. It's Latin. Wow. Oh, so little asterisks of the Roman legionnaires would have been reading it. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to go scour my Aster comics to see if it's in there. <laughs> Unless Google Translate's wrong. It would never. 